0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid.
1: And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life.
0: Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk weaning. Plus, Teresa plays hot potato, and Biz throws the baby out with the bathwater.
1: Woo! Uh, hooray, 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 <laughs> hooray, hooray, hooray It's weaning day, it's weaning day, it's weaning day. <laughs> It
0: is, it is, it's, everybody mark your calendar It's a weaning day, it's a national holiday, right? An international holiday And it holiday. all happens on one day, the and then it's no, over That's right, and, then, and there's no problem with it uh,
1: Teresa, how are you? Um, I'm okay. I had this weird thing happen over the weekend. Um, I was on a walk with my two children, um, (laughs) baby in the ergo. Uh, Simon was walking, and we were with our lovely neighbors, who are great, um, who have same-age children, um, but they have a little girl who's Simon's age, and her baby was also in her ergo. Mm -hmm. So we're walking along, and the three-year-olds are, like, talking to each other and checking stuff out. It's really cute. (laughs) And then we get to this part of the walk where it, it's just like a steep drop off to like way down below, there's somebody else's backyard. And so the little girl and she's really sweet and she's sitting there with Simon, they're looking over the ledge, and like I'm having this conversation with my neighbor, and right. we're just like chatting it up like moms do. Yeah. And I I'm but I'm really used to being like aware of what Simon's up to because he's always pushing the limits yeah. right there. And I'm always having to be like, no. Like, yeah. d- hello, you're going too far, you know. Right. And so I see them, and the little girl is starting to go over. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I do my usual. No, 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 We're not doing that right now. Right. And it was so funny because, like, Simon just like doesn't even bat an eye. Yeah. But she, I think, is like, she's a different kind of kid who like. If another adult, d- I was not yelling. Did you no, make her cry? I, w- I did not make her cry. I did not make her cry. But like you could see in her body yeah. that just me doing, like I think I did a pretty like exact impression of myself just now. Right. It's like no, it's like a yeah. firm, yeah, like this is do not do what you're about right. to do. But it's not like I'm yelling at them. No, like- no, 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 no. But I did that, and she's she- like her whole body. Oh. And- <laughs> <laughs> was so amazing because like it just totally like she was fine and the, yeah, and, the and the neighbor like thanked me like oh thank you for seeing that you know yeah. let's let's keep going we kept going it was fine but it was just so funny because like Simon just is just like whatever, and I'm sure part of it was that I it, I'm not her mom and of I'm course. speaking to her that way. But like I just it brought me back to being a kid, and like do you remember going to like the kid the friend's house? Yeah. Where like the they had the too stern parent yeah. that you weren't used to, and the somebody's parent is like too stern. Yes. And you and they do something, and you're like holy fucking shit, and it yeah. almost makes you want to cry. You're yeah. like what. What is going on? Like, you're, right. you're kind of scared of that kid's parents Forever. for like a while. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm that parent.
0: Hey, congratulations. Yeah. yeah you know, Steph and I made like a kid cry in our backyard. Yeah, he was <laughs> like playing by the grill. And we were like, we'd said like, four, yeah. every parent had said yeah. like four times, do not play, play yeah. by the grill. And so yeah. Steph and I do are like, no, 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 yeah. no, no! Stop yeah. playing by the grill. And the, if the kid loses it, uh, he's a little more sensitive <laughs> to to that kind of thing. And his parents don't. I guess they don't do the like I guess they're very the bark, calm. Yeah. the bark. Yeah, uh, yeah. Poor Katie Bell is so used to the bark; it does not make her yeah. blink.
1: It does not. make And her. I'm like, God, not make I make must sound her. like an asshole, I know. but like
0: doesn't make her blink. I know. Great.
1: <laughs> um, How are you? Oh, I'm. Horrible! Oh my god,
0: I'm not doing well. So, okay. uh, so Sorry. everybody, get ready to talk about weaning. Okay, but before we talk about weaning mm-hmm. um, and all of its amazing psychological repercussions, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ellis is 11. This is the latest thing. So, Ellis is like he turns one year on the 30th of November. So we're okay. like two weeks away. he's 11 and a half months, roughly, give or take. day or so. Okay. Um, And he has always enjoyed his bath. Mm -hmm. The bath is part of our nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. He has dinner. He has a bath. We used to feed. And then books and song and, you know, go down. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Um, And so just to be clear, you weren't doing the breastfeeding to sleep. Anymore. No, I wasn't. We were just breastfeeding like part of the bedtime routine. Yeah, part of the bedtime routine. It wasn't part of the like okay. Then we would do books and okay. song and all that stuff. All right. Uh, I'm
0: just throwing that out there. No, helpful
1: just to, to have a picture. To know the whole story. All right. Yep.
0: But the bath was its own thing. Okay. Right? This yeah. lovely, and we do the thing, naked baby coming through. We did mm-hmm. it with Katie Bell. Like it's a whole fun thing. So uh, last Monday, I give him his bath,
1: mm-hmm. as I do
0: every single night, and it is normal bath. Mm -hmm. Nothing is different. Everything is great. Happy naked baby. He likes it. Coming through. Okay. Uh, The next night, I'm going out to dinner with my family and Stefan, so we have a sitter. And Mm -hmm. you all remember the fail, didn't Mm -hmm. have the sitter. So this was my you know, backup, 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 backup sitter, sitter, who had helped us out when Ellis was a newborn. Okay. So it was familiar. And Ellis, I think when I left, I mean, Ellis was like hugging her and smiling her and letting like her pick him up which is just like unheard of so Uh like she was it was great i was just like look at me leaving the house yeah so she was doing the bath tuesday night wednesday i go on this trip this like three-day trip that we'll talk about more later um and Stefan is in charge and Stefan calls me that night and says hey how do you help ellis with the bath when he when he doesn't like it and i was like i don't know what you're talking about ellis always likes the bath and he's like well he's like screaming and he doesn't want to get in the tub and it's like it's like he's scared of the tub. Mm-hmm. And I was like, That's it. you know what? Like, you're not there, you're like, No, that's yeah. weird. What are you yeah. doing? You yeah. know you're
1: Like <laughs> I mean? Not not, right. Doing it wrong. Right. Are you sure that's my baby? Yeah, it's there, not my baby. Is that somebody else's baby. Yeah, what's
0: wrong? What'd yeah. you do? Yeah. Um and uh so I was like, Well, no, he should be fine. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's just all I think I actually that night was like, I don't want to hear this. I'm sure this is some sort of weird separation thing. Yeah. I wanna know. Yeah. Uh so I figure come, it out. Figure it out. So I come back, because uh, 'cause I'm really thinking this is because I'm not there, yeah. I'm not feeding him, yeah. I'm not, you know, giving him the bath. Like it's gotta be something like that. So uh I come back Saturday, so now it's been like three, four days, and Saturday night uh I go to give El- no, last night yeah, no, Saturday night I go to give Ellis his bath because he was, Stephen's like, Great, you're home. Mm-hmm. You give him the bath and we'll see Mm -hmm. how this goes. And he was terrified. Of the bath. Whoa. Like he won't even stick his toe in the and we
1: still so he's have, like trying to grab onto you. Yeah. To and, stay, and he's
0: just like, like he doesn't, I don't, like, he doesn't want even want his get... feet to get Whoa. down. Like it's like trying to put a cat in the bathtub. Whoa. And I was like, Whoa. So this is the first time I've seen it. And I'm yeah. like, this isn't okay. Yeah. And then I go into crazy mode of yeah. like, what what the fuck happened? Yeah. What what happened? Yeah. Did has there been a water temperature change? Did he bump his head at any point in time? Did anything yeah. happen? I emailed the sitter. As friendly as I can be. Yeah. Hey.
1: What the fuck did you do? You know, what would you fucking do to my kid? I was like,
0: hey, did you anything happen that I should know about? We're trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. Why he doesn't like it. And I'm, so I'm just asking, did any, was anything off? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, he totally had a great bath and loved it and, like, laughed and was playing. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So for, like... The last 24, 48 hours. So it's Sunday night. I was like, all right, I'm going to mix it up. I'll Mm -hmm. take him to my bathtub, Mm -hmm. which is lower. It's different. Mm -hmm. We'll try that. Mm -hmm. And I'll only fill it with, like, not even a lot of water. because The water's just near the drain so we could walk into it like a beach. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're going to the bath. And, like, the whole nine Mm -hmm. yards. He winds up standing, clinging to me. And I I can get him to laugh, but he just, like, wants nothing to do with the water. Wow. So I am really upset by this yeah, because there are two hard. things going on mm. that upset me one it is impossible for me to not think that somebody hurt my child right I know. You know, somebody hurt my child somebody put him in water that was scalding hot yeah. or water that was freezing cold or anything something happened. something yeah. happened yeah. that yeah. now has made him terrified yeah, right it's just
1: so different the it's, reaction is yeah. so different
0: yeah and so that it, it, freaking me the fuck out. Right, right. And then two because I'm weaning, which will tie into our topic. This was the la- this was the comfort thing. This uh-huh. was the thing that was like a nice calming way to end the day before mm-hmm. books and singing and removing that breastfeeding thing. Mm-hmm. This is great. So, I'm now like what do we do now at the end of the day if mm-hmm. there's no comforting bath thing? So, um I went around, I looked it up, uh, you know, did some Google searching to see if anybody had gone through it. And apparently, for lots of kids mm-hmm. around 12 months yeah. uh, to 15 months, this, this is like one of many sort of like things that just suddenly happen okay. out of the blue yeah. and there's no instigator. It's just like a weird fear thing that happens. One day they get mm-hmm. back to it. You know, they basically advise, you know, it's not that you're giving up the bath, but like don't necessarily force it you know yeah. maybe it becomes playtime near the sink yeah maybe it becomes, you know and you're they're naked and you're wiping them down with yeah. the outside right? outside sponge yeah. bath the hose and stuff and eventually yeah. and you don't like never let them go around water yeah. but like it, it's a thing so i'm now trying to shift my mind yeah. to it's a thing totally but regardless
1: it fucking sucks yeah like i sucks. just hate it i hate it yeah I hate it. It really sucks. I wonder if, like, evolutionarily there's a reason for that, too. Because that I mean, age? think about it. They're really mobile, and water is a really dangerous place for them to be. Well, I think that that's you what know? some of them say, is that it's
0: maybe like, it has to do with, like, they're developing. They're standing. They're walking. And mm-hmm. suddenly it's like, hey, this is really slippery in here. And, hey, this is really different. and yeah. You know, so that's, yeah, that's what some people think. Wow. Uh, don't worry, everybody. I'll have a glass of wine tonight and overthink this on Google. Yes. So uh, if you yes. need me. That's where I'll be. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so that really sucks. It really sucks. And, you know, and I think it has to do, again, I think the part that's the hardest for me is the comfort that it's no longer providing, right. which I think actually uh, ties in really nicely with our discussion today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or doesn't. Or, or is or it. Frustratingly. Or frustratingly. ties into <laughs> our discussion today, uh, which is going to be on Weaning.
1: Da, da,
0: da. <laughs> hooray! Hooray!
1: Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> hooray! Hooray! It's weaning
0: day! It's weaning day! It's weaning. Day. That was the <laughs> best thing ever. Um, weaning. So this is one of our shows that we're just going to kick off and say, "Look, this is we know this is yeah. that show. Yeah, it's very. It's sort of like a birth story show. Sorry, it's very specific. We're gonna we're gonna say some things that are gonna may may make you uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh we're gonna talk about things that are definitely our personal experience, as yep. we always do, but this is a high this is a high threshold topic. Yes. So even if we just claim this is clearly a us sort of thing, yep. you know, uh it's yeah you know, here's the thing that's been running through my mind mm-hmm. as a response to like talking about this this topic was it falls into that category of when you exploit whatever your decision is, mm-hmm. uh, it's it makes you feel like you're going to be judged. Oh yes, highly. Definitely, I mean, you feel judged before you even open your mouth. Yep. Uh, just like in your room on a Tuesday night, feeling judged yep. by yourself. Yep. <laughs> from the masses. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Anytime and
1: also, you hear another person tell why they did what they did, you feel judged. Inside you feel yourself. judged. You yeah, you're judging yourself. Yes. You're feeling judged just hearing what someone else did. Right. And then, how does that happen? And
0: then, what comes out of your mouth or what comes out of their mouth, for whatever reason, the initial reaction is always, and this is, I don't think this is a word I'm about to use that's a real word, but incredulousness. Okay. As opposed to compassion. Yeah. Right? There's this like, and even if it's going yeah. on in your own head, yeah. or it physically comes out of your mouth, we're like, that is crazy that you're still doing it. Uh-huh. Or, like, why would you? Yeah. That's crazy that, of course, your child can do such and such yeah. and such and such without such and
1: such, whatever right. it is. Right. So, like, or some... just really, you did R- that? Really? Where you think that worked well, but if you would have really done it this <laughs> way. As opposed to just being like, oh, again, yeah. their life. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. I don't know what the fuck's
0: going totally on. Totally different child, totally what? different parent. The only, I would say the only true pleasure of having two, at least having more than one kid, yeah. is being able to come to terms oh, yeah. with the, it's not the same. Yes. Well, you know, because everybody's 100%. like, because we fully agree, having two is not easier, as they all say, that yeah. lie. But one benefit yeah. is gaining that new insight that each yeah. experience is different. yeah totally. um, uh, which sucks within your own universe. Yeah. As and well. Also so you can you're... judge yourself. You oh, can yeah. judge yourself and be incredulous with yourself. About yourself. Because of whatever happened with yeah. the first kid. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a two it, you get guys, you're getting two shows for the part of for the price of one, for the free price of one. Mm-hmm. Uh you're getting weaning plus another wonderful journey into the world of judging and feeling judged. Yay. Great. <laughs>
2: Hooray.
0: Hooray. So why don't we start off hmm. with Teresa and I were talking at the beginning of the show, and one of the reasons we feel we should we can talk about weaning is because we are experts. Oh yeah. Because we've done it once.
1: We did it at a time each. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So clearly we're experts at it. Yes. So how did let's just let's just recap what our experiences were oh, with yeah. our first kids. Great. With this. Okay. Let's dole out some motherly wisdom. Yeah. This is how it works. This is how it works, guys. We know. Pen and paper. <laughs> Get it out.
1: Should I start? You're taking I'm, a sip of your coffee. I'm having so so some coffee. That that I'm I waiting for the real pearls to start. Okay. okay Simon, I... Around... Let's see. Around... 12 months was when we went down to just like two a day. Like okay. first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So it was okay. twice a day. And that was great. And that lasted for a while. So and then around um, maybe like a two or three months later, I cut out the bedtime mm-hmm. one. And so it was just in the morning. Okay, And then... At sixteen months, I remember it was sixteen months, I was like, Okay, I think we're done.
0: I think that was when I said, Hey, you should have another baby.
1: Well, yeah. That was (laughs) that was I'm serious. And that was part of and part of my motivation to do it was I did want to have another baby relatively soon. Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to have like a break in between That's Like I right. wanted to not be breastfeeding when I got pregnant right it wouldn't I know people do that it wouldn't have been a big deal but I for yeah. me I just kind of wanted a, a few months anyway where I wasn't breastfeeding right. and you know um, and so at 16 months yeah we cut out the morning feeding and um, I think I talked about this I've had like a major depression because of it like yeah. it was horrible and very it was like the hardest thing as a parent that had happened At that point, right, Um, I cried a lot. Mm. My boobs hurt. I regretted it. Mm. I almost went back to it. Yeah. Um. But like the day that I was like weak enough that I was like, I'm just gonna go back to it. I um, I had taken some Sudafed that morning because they recommend it for like um, stopping the milk from being produced. Oh, interesting. It kinda dries you up. And so then I was like, look, you took the Sudafed, like don't you know, just yeah. let it go, you know? And um and it's done. By then yeah. it had been like four days or something. Right. And so I just I just did stop and it ended up being fine and I I got through it. And the thing was it was Simon was actually fine. He was totally fine. It was not a big deal for him. Right, right. Um, I'm sure I mean I'm sure like, you know, it was momentous, I'm sure, but it wasn't like he was constantly like at me wanting it and right. I had to constantly say no. I don't even think I really ever had to say no. It yeah. was just like we were done. But emotionally for me, whatever hormonal stuff was going on with stopping yeah. was really, really difficult for me. And I remember at the time saying, like, next time I do this, I'm gonna wait longer and I I'm gonna that, it, and yeah. I'm going to do it even more
0: gradually. Which You're, I'm going two years, I believe you said. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I said
1: eighteen months or two years yeah. or something. So um, that's what happened with Simon. Uh, yeah. All right.
0: That, now that's fresh back in my mind. Okay. Okay. Um, I was. Uh, I only breastfed Katie Bell until she was about seven months. Mm -hmm. And uh, she had been great with pacifiers, great with bottles. You know, Stefan was very involved in bottle feeding her. Mm -hmm. You know, she had no problem with formula. Um, So at the seven, I mean, I think I actually stayed doing it for that extra seven month. In my mind, I was always like, I'm only doing it six months. Mm -hmm. And I only hung out that extra month because we were going on a cruise and it was easier to like bring my boobs Mm -hmm. for travel than it was to deal with like food. Yeah. Um. And so it was, and she was great at taking solid fit. I mean, I was just like done. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of those things where like my milk just was drying up because I wasn't using them. There was, mm-hmm. it, it. There was nothing to it.
1: Okay. It just happened. <laughs> it to just happened. It was just okay. like all right.
0: Yeah. Now we're done.
1: She's fine. Do she you remember the like the last? Cause I'm curious because it's yeah. so different from my experience. Do you yeah. remember like the last time? Or I, I was still have even memories like... of. I have
0: memories of, like, the rocking chair in her room and stuff, Uh but, like, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure there was, like, that was it. But again, because we were mixing the bottles in so often, it right. wasn't like we were using bottles at night. If she woke up in the middle of the night, yeah. it wasn't like by seven months that I was going in and like comfort feeding her. Okay, so she just never needed it. She didn't need it. She slept did through the you, night. She, I have
1: a question. Did you like? Did your boobs hurt when you? They slept? hurt a Do you little remember bit. Remember that
0: there was part like of a it? slight hurting, uh-huh. but I, I don't remember. I don't remember having to pump mm-hmm. or anything. I just it was just like. Just were went you going away. to work at that time? Yeah. Well, no, I was like part time, yeah, part time, okay. yeah. So, um, I do remember, I do remember, like uh, a month or so after it all being over, being like, "Well, that's what my boobs are going to be now."
1: <laughs> I know that's, that's something different. that diff- is another that's part. something different. I know. All right, let's go bra shopping.
0: Yeah, let's go sad bra shopping. I know. So yeah, so for me, I was just like, "That <laughs> yeah. was great. That was so easy." Great. Why is Teresa still breastfeeding? She's breastfeeding her child <laughs> until 18 months. You know, I mean, like, you know, like it, it really, I will say that for me, first child out, it was just amazing when people were breastfeeding past, like, eight months. Hmm. Like, I just was like, like, I was of that mindset. And I share this because I think it's a really easy yeah. place to be, yeah. depending on your circumstances, Um, you know, it, that it's like, well, why would you? Now you right. can go do anything and, like, you know— dad can be even more involved or or your partner can be even more involved and like and they're fine and it's great and like whatever so like this is you know i went through the whole like this is all about you not them yeah uh which i have a follow-up to okay uh when we get to uh breast you know weaning take two i mean Mm -hmm. with ellis but yeah i just couldn't there was just no i don't have any significant memory of a really emotionally difficult time. Mm-hmm. So that was Kate Bell. Okay. Great. So here we are with our second children. Yeah. Oscar is one year, a little over a year now. Yeah. And Ellis will be a year in like two weeks, Yeah, as we have established. Yeah.
1: Which means, according to the American Society of Pediatrics, yes. we're done. We're done. Time to stop we, breastfeeding. We, oh yeah, done. Done. So...
0: So are you here? I'll start I'll i I'll start with I'll start with you. Oh, okay. Are you in the middle of weaning? Are you weaning?
1: Uh, your child is a year old, Teresa. I know. You're done. I know. Are you weaning? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of, yes, and kind of no. Okay. Let me tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, tell us what you're doing. Um I it's important. I would like to keep breastfeeding. I don't have a specific cutoff right now in mind. I'm not saying two, I'm not saying like soon, I'm just kind of going, and I'm gonna see how it goes. Right. Um. With this baby, I don't have the added motivation of like there's gonna be another baby. <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, this may be helping. Yeah. As a, actually not having, preventing uh, yeah. that third baby. Yeah. Sorry, so, still
0: breastfeeding till he's eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, I'm. I really like breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um. What is important to me is being on a schedule with it like I know maybe not everybody cares about this but like for me I really like having specific times of the day when we know we're gonna do that and it's like he takes him like we do it for maybe 10 minutes right and it's just a nice time we do it first thing in the morning after his afternoon nap and then right before bed right sometimes he only nurses for even like five minutes yeah but what I like about that is that I don't I don't constantly feel like, oh, I have to like whip it out anytime or right. like be wearing the right, like if we're going out in the morning, like I don't have to be wearing like the right clothes right. to just like always be, you know. Because you know whatever. you're doing it. I know when these it's going to happen. Three times. Yeah. And it was sort of the same towards the end with Simon and that it just like worked really well for me. And I sort of feel like if we, like if things are stay like this, which they never do. Right. But if they were to stay like this, I could do it for a, a while, for more months, like many more months. But so, all right. So that, and yeah, that's where I'm, I don't know. Like do you are in fact not winning. I'm kind of not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah.
0: You're I'm not not, like, not. But I mean, you're not like it's not dictating your life, but you're not like yeah. it's time to stop breastfeeding. No, yeah.
1: I think. Yeah. I think it'll be. I don't know what it'll be. but And, and you are
0: 100 percent secure and feel great I've, emotionally I mean, and like psychologically. I feel. <laughs> And I'm asking That's, this for real. But I'm asking this for real. That does yeah. sound funny. But I am asking. There's okay. no, like, you don't feel the external pressure to stop or... Or to keep going. Or to or keep going. Way. Like, either way. You're like, no. my universe, my family, my relationship with my son. Yeah. I'm good with this.
1: I do. Yeah. I've, yeah.
0: Good. I no, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Yeah,
1: no, I actually feel good with it. Like, I don't... I mean, there's definitely... I think there's always, a, an, like, an internal like feeling like we want to get to the next milestone right. and like there is a part of me that I kind of do want like I kind of want to go away like you did yeah. like I kind of want to go away but like for many other reasons it's not realistic right, right now um and so it's it doesn't make sense to me to end the right. relation in the nursing relationship like right now like yeah. there isn't really like a good reason to do that right okay so I'm
0: asking because later I'm going to ask you to make that happen for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with Ellis. I'm the fairy of that. Yeah. No, but you're the you're even more of an expert. Okay. Uh so uh with yeah. Ellis this time, I believe I've mentioned several times on the show, I do not like breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm doing it I was doing it because it's good for them, and I totally believe in breast. I'm totally, like, pro-breastfeeding, mm-hmm. but it's just not my bag, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm, like, I don't, like, it's just not my thing. It's mm-hmm. not, I, it doesn't kick in any crazy hormones for me mm-hmm. when he was a baby, any of that. Like, as a matter of fact, it was making me feel, because he was such a screamer and pincher, and, like, he would really, like, hurt me while we were breastfeeding, not, like, with his mouth, but, like, he'd pinch and, like, grab and scratch, mm-hmm. and it was always just, like, just, you know, like this thing, I, it wasn't necessarily a joy. Okay. And I was always like, "I'm we're going to be done in like seven months. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't take bottles and he didn't take pacifiers, as I've mentioned on the show. Mm-hmm. And I went through that whole psychological thing of like, bullshit, he'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have said to anybody else. Yeah. Bullshit, they'll take You're it. You're not
1: trying hard enough. You're not
0: enough. trying hard enough. And yeah. then I tried as hard as I could doing everything, you know. And, you know, we sippy cups. You know, no one needs to write in. We have sippy cups and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It It is what it is. But, like, I was like, oh, shit. So we're not actually ending at seven months. Mm-hmm. And then it's eight months. And then this whole year I've known I was going on this, like, four-day, uh, four-night trip with my mom and my sister uh, was coming up. So, like, at eight months, I'm like, <sighs> Uh, here we are. I like still totally breastfeeding. We're yeah. like three months away. Okay, yeah. all I gotta do is get to like nine, and then nine months. Yet you know, I'm at the pediatrician's, and I'm like, do I have to keep doing this? Uh-huh. And he's like, not really. You know, I mean the kid doesn't need milk per se, yeah, twenty-four hours a day.
1: Yeah. You
0: don't need to replace it with anything either. As long as he's getting yeah. hydrated from water, you know, he'll get his nutrients somewhere else. It's like yeah. you're okay.
1: Okay. And I
0: was like, That's something. I was like, all right, good. We're just yeah. up in those solids and we're like, here's some yogurt, and like here's all this stuff. Yeah. But like Ellis simultaneously, what was happening, much to the karmic grin of the universe. Yeah. You know, Ellis, because he doesn't take a bass fire and because he doesn't take a bottle, um, I knew that like 90 percent of the feeding was also comfort, yeah. uh, not just sustenance. It was comfort. Yeah. And as many of you may remember, Ellis was a screamer uh, mm-hmm. most of his early life. And I really do think it like left some scarring on me because mm-hmm. whenever he screams, it— it sends me to like one uh, to rage or to yeah. like anxiety, like pitch immediately. And he doesn't sit still. There's no like going for a walk in an ergo. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I have strapped him down in every conceivable device, <laughs> and down. that kid does not want to be fucking. Stra- he's like backspringing off of me, yeah. you know, like the stroller. I mean, you know, like everything's got a time frame. Yeah, and he's just constantly. moving. and breastfeeding became this thing where. He would stop. Yeah. He would stop screaming. He would stop moving. He would stop wiggling. Mm. We could have I could stop. Mm. And we had total peace. Oh, and it was it was great. Yeah. It was the best thing ever.
1: Yeah.
0: And so suddenly nine month and ten month was all about the peace. Yeah. So we like I started by ten months, I was like, I gotta start pulling some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So we had gotten it down to uh, You know, a couple of feedings, you know, I mm-hmm. still was doing like two at night, like because he sleeps from like 530 until five in the morning. So I would do like a 9 p.m. and then mm-hmm. like the three o'clock to try and push him to sleep more. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then we would do the morning feed and then like... Once or twice in the afternoon, and then once. But i have feeding him a fucking lot. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we started, you know, I started pulling those, and then like literally up until the conference, there were days I would go all day without feeding him, mm. and he never like because I would leave him with the sitter, and she wouldn't feed him, or I'd leave him with
1: Stefan, and he didn't. So we knew he could, he could he, do it. He was fine. Yeah. We knew. What about he, you? Did you have to pump if you were gone all day? Or you no, that's about you at the life? 11
0: months, so yeah. like as long as i was feeding once or twice a day, you were fine. It wasn't a big deal. Okay. And then we were really getting down to just like. One or two feedings right before I left. Um, and then I left. Okay. And we were all like, this is going to be it. Yeah. I'll go away for these four days. Uh-huh. And uh, they're it's going to, we're just going to cold turkey it at the end. Oh my God. Right. And it's going to be fine. Um, Wait,
1: sorry. Just to wrap my head around it. Yeah. So you were down to like two, two feedings, three, two, three feedings. Two or three feedings per like 24 hour yeah. period or whatever. And now we were going to zero. And then you were going to zero. Yeah. Okay, and then were you gonna like? Did you bring like a pump? I brought with my you pump with me in case. in case. At this by this stage,
0: my boobs weren't getting like rock hard right. anymore. Yeah, you know, like if he slept through the night and I didn't feed him for like yeah. that eleven hour period or whatever, uh, it wasn't like they were going okay. crazy. There's, yeah. you know,
1: like we're, we're they're full, but full, they're not, but they're like, not like uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay,
0: so we go, I go away, and like. All I could think about while I'm gone—I pumped, like, twice while I was gone, Mm -hmm. just to relieve a little pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, But the whole time I'm there, I'm like, what am I going to do when I go back? Yeah. Am I going to—because when I came back, Stefan was then going out of town. So this is me and the baby, and I don't know if he's waking up at night. I don't know. Like, all the things that I was doing, like, is gone. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Is this it? Yeah. Did I just give him my last feeding, like, Tuesday—you know, like, Wednesday morning? Was that it?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then— all the crazy started to happen. Okay, so what happened? So the crazy's like, what the fuck? Why am I fucking stopping breastfeeding? Who mm-hmm. tells me to stop breastfeeding? I'm like, emotionally, my hormones are completely out of control. This time, that depression thing starts to kick mm-hmm. in where I'm like, I should be feeding him. Why am I not feeding him? He's not even a year yet. We have like one more month. You know, like, so there's, there's like one argument going through of the like, who says mm-hmm. I can't feed you? Mm-hmm. There's another argument going through of who are you? You don't like breastfeeding. Why are you? Why do you suddenly love breastfeeding so much? Why? <laughs> and then there's the what am I going to do? Nothing comforts him except breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Nothing comforts him. If you go and pick him up in the middle of the night when he's been crying for like 30 minutes, picking him up doesn't work. He cries more. Singing to him cries more. Rocking him, walking him, all those things. Mm-hmm. None of that works. The only thing that brings him comfort is my boobs, mm-hmm. which then makes me feel like a crazy person saying that because I'm like, again, if somebody was saying it to me, I'd be like, Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: right. You're not trying hard
0: enough. Yeah, you know. And so, like, all that's going on. Mm -hmm. I get home, on like I get home, and I say to Stefan, I was like, I really don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna not feed him at night because I want to stop that. I don't want to night feed him. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll just do the morning feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Stefan said that he would wake up in the morning at 5 o'clock and immediately eat, like, five jars of food. Oh. Like, he was just, like, like starving. Yeah. And, he, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating with yeah. five jars. It was, like, oatmeal, yeah. jar after jar, and yeah. toast, and eggs, and, like, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, Like, starving at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um. So I was like, "I'll do the morning feed? And I was like, Stefan was already gone. It was just, like, me in the house. And I was yeah. just like... I'm going to do this, and I can. Do, I can do one feeding for a while, and it's okay, and like, no one has to know, right? <laughs> no one has to know, like no right. And so, yeah. like, I feed him that morning, mm-hmm. and Sunday morning I feed him, and I was like, "Oh, actually, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm okay." This great psychological thing. Uh-huh. It's actually, I just needed to do this one last feeding. I see. And then he's also sick. Okay. So now I'm fucked because now I'm like all right, I can just stop feeding him. But simultaneously as a mother, knowing there's only one way to comfort my child Mm -hmm. is this is my bosom Mm
2: -hmm.
0: puts me in this really weird situation of Mm -hmm. I don't want to we could stop this. We could just be done and move on Mm -hmm. and really be moving forward. Like you said, with the next milestone, with the next like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I or I could be Continuing to comfort him in the one way that he actually gets comforted right Mm now. Uh, So that's like a really psychologically hard place for me to be, especially with the fucking bath thing going out the window. And this is where I came back to the question. This is all about me, by the Mm. way. Yes, he will get comfort from my boobs. Or... We just get through it. Right. But this is about me. This Mm -hmm. is about that quiet time. This is about finally enjoying that moment with him. Mm -hmm. It's, I know that if I continue to feed him, even if it's just once a day, Mm -hmm. uh, that it will be. It will be solely a self indulgent act that I'm doing.
1: Well, why is that solely self indulgent, though, if that's what if he loves it? No, too, I like know what, see it? I know. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about being a mom a lot of the time is everything that you're doing for them is for you, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's a good point. you're doing stuff for them, and that makes you feel good. Right. But
0: then there's some weird, that whole judging shame thing comes in okay. where it's like, because again, Everybody loves to talk about women and breastfeeding choices, mm-hmm. whether it's the cover of a magazine or another article that comes out, mm-hmm. or you know, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the pro breastfeeding pictures, that makes somebody who doesn't want to do it feel like right. shit, right? You know, yeah. you know, like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm all about make it normal, but yeah. at the same time,
1: yeah, if you don't want to do it, yeah. it's okay. Make I that
0: know. normal too, I you know. know. And the same I thing know. with like how long you breastfeed. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you feed your kid until they're like twenty two. I really don't. That's like you and your deal. It's you and your deal. Right.
1: It's you and but, your deal. But right now we're talking about you and, and your my deal. deal. And
0: that is and, harder. And that's way harder. And yeah. me and my deal is I have not I have no conclusive like I have made no... You have no plan. I have no You do not plan. have a plan. Because Biz, I'm by
1: myself. I you know. don't have a plan. Where is my baby, baby panic? <laughs> Biz does not have a plan. It is. I am like
0: on the verge <laughs> of like some sort of... <laughs> Emotional, massive, like we finally get into some good therapy for like regular postpartum and uh-huh. then you throw in this like this. other life it's change. Part it. And it's I'm part like of it. Yeah. We're at this clean break. We could so do it. Did
1: you but you did so you've only done it the one time since you no, twice. twice? So I did it. I said I did it yesterday did it. morning and this morning. Yeah.
0: Oh, and the the wake up at 1130 at night. Oh, and the wake up at 1130. But the rest of the time, it's like, we don't do it. I don't do it before the naps. I don't do it before bed. I don't do it any other time. So,
1: first of all, may I say, congratulations, because you are, you've totally cut down on the feeding. Right. So you're doing it. Technically, I am weaning. You're doing it. You're (laughs) totally doing it. And you're doing it because it was something you have always wanted to do. That has always been right. something you wanted to do. And you're totally doing it. It's not going to be the same timeline that you envisioned. So the fuck what? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And, and that just sucks. But again, that everybody panic. That
0: makes no. me bananas. Right,
1: because you don't have a plan. Right. But you know what I like to do when I don't have a plan? I Breastfeed? No. Yeah, breastfeed. <laughs> I give myself like a month to reassess. Mm -hmm. Like, I go, okay, or maybe it doesn't have to be a month. Maybe it's two weeks, or maybe it's a week. Right. And I say, like, you know what? I'm having such a hard time making a decision about this right now. I'm going to give myself X amount of time, and I'm going to reassess at that point and decide what I want to do. That's good advice. Because you can do that. I mean, I'm not saying that's what you should do. I'm just saying you can. Like, there's no... I mean, I I hear you that, like, you went away and you had this, like, feeling that that was going to, like, yeah. end it for you. I don't, I mean, so far, Ellis has not been the kid that He's is, you know what I mean? Like None like, of the kid that I expected to have. It's, there's a lot of challenges, but, like, a lot of rewards, too, right. you know? And, like... I think our listeners can probably hear it, too, but it sounds like you're being so hard on yourself when you're actually doing all this amazing stuff. And, like, the reason you're agonizing over this is because you love him and you're trying to do the right thing for him. So you're agonizing over it because you want to do the right thing. And And it's it's really hard when you don't know the answer.
0: It is a classic example of the, like, yes, I love him fiercely and I want to do this thing for him. And then all those other voices mm-hmm. that, like, I guess, I, was, I mean, and I, I know it's not just something that parents have. I can remember doing like, you know, uh, going in for auditions, mm-hmm. you know, in theater, like all the way, you know, in college mm-hmm. or whatever. And just like hearing these voices that were just like, you know, and those voices I can identify. And some of these voices I can flat out identify who they are. But mm-hmm. they're just like, you know, you're not, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so, like, it, they come into such play, and I, I, I do think that, like, uh, you know, I, and parents in particular, I think, get it, especially, I don't know if it ever ends, but I'm just saying I think it's relevant in other scenarios, too, those voices that are like, you're doing it wrong, and it, it, it's such a hard position to be in of, like, I, I cannot figure out how to quiet down external pressure that we say over and over again on the show doesn't, ex- I mean, it exists, but it, sh- it shouldn't exist because no one really gives a shit. You know, like if somebody says something to you that makes you feel bad or feel judged, they're not walking around with you for 24 hours. So how do you cut that sensation or, yeah. the, or that lingering sensation? Right. So I think I, th- I think we've come to the conclusion yeah. that weaning—I I think the only conclusion is weaning is really hard. It's really hard. And I, and I yeah. feel like an asshole for not yeah. having— yeah. Had the experience, like, for not having to go through it, for really it just being, yeah. like, a super simple process because it yeah. was so early in the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And, like, none of this even, like, touches on all the different experiences totally. people have with this. I know. You know, sometimes you have to. Like, the part of the trip was, I have to. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then I think about, like, well, what if I've been six, sick for six weeks? Or what if I, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's, like, a million different scenarios that cause that allow people to either breastfeed forever or have to wean really quickly. Yeah. Every person's experience is totally different. And I can flat out say it is because just for my two children, totally different. Total asshole weaning job to totally psychologically destroying weaning jobs.
1: Um, Both sound really great. Both sound great, guys. I have one more thing. All right, one more thing. I know you just wrapped it up. That's okay. Um, Just
0: like my breastfeeding experience with Alice, we can just swing right back Back into into the topic. I know.
1: Um, I think another thing about weaning is it's one of those things that people... Have this like list of things that will happen if you do this. Right. And I think one of the reasons I also um, decided to wean Simon at 16 months was because I felt like if I waited till he was two, it would be really hard. Right. Like, I felt like the longer I do this, even though we're enjoying it, the longer I do this, the harder it's going to be to stop. Right. Yeah. But there are so many things like that in parenting, and not all of them end up playing out that way. And, like, I feel like with... Oscar and probably months down the road I'll be like going back and like kicking myself for this (laughs) but like this is one of those things where I decided despite the like fear or like anxiety about what what I'm doing now is gonna end up meaning later what I'm doing now being good is more important like the thing that I'm doing right now that is working for us is more important than like what I might be worried. This might lead to down the road. Do you know what I mean? No, and that that, it's actually it's a really good point because again,
0: you're different each time. Yeah, and it's a different child, and you know, like I mean, whatever. You cannot. If there's one thing it teaches you in general parenting yeah. with one kid or eight kids yeah. is that it is completely unpredictable, yeah. which makes life very difficult for those of us who enjoy a plan. Uh, and so it is, I mean, and that's just, but I, I think you're spot on. I think it's, I'm just going to focus on what's the yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Because that's all that we actually like right. have to go on right yes. now. Yes, And it's, it
0: actually is incredibly insightful. And it's one of those things that I think
1: you do very well
0: for me <laughs> a who overth- is You know, it, it, is to stop and say, I can't. Mm-hmm. This is it. I can only focus on the right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a good rule, like you said, for parenting in general. And I throw this out there to uh, all the listeners in terms of when your friends come to you with a difficult parenting situation that they're in or any life-changing situation yeah. that they're in, to, like, listen, be supportive. And if they come back the next day and say, yep. Eh, I just flushed it and I went straight back to what I was doing. Yeah. Or I totally did this other thing. I decided not to do this massive change in my life. But it yeah. should be like, great. Yeah. It should be like, great. That's yeah. good, too. Yeah. yeah like I think that's like the best we can do.
1: Totally.
0: Um, as friends and as partners and, as, and to ourselves. It's all Okay.
3: I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can get grant programs for veterans. postage stamps that'll ensure your mail gets there in a timely fashion. And fruit for you and your family. Child care for your children that turns them into super soldiers. Get a million dollars. To open your own lake. Useful power tools that are easy on your soft, delicate hands. Your own personal radioactive brick. More sexual attention from everyone at the used bookstore. Greyhound tickets. Soft, gentle kisses from TV's John Goodman. A real narwhal. Athletic socks filled with stew. A valuable pamphlet on millet. Your father's approval. Don't wait right now. For all of this and more, drop us a line, Jordan, Jesse, go, 123 iTunes Street, or wherever you download podcasts.
1: Hey, you know what it's time for, this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Genius fail time, Teresa. It is the best part of the show. No matter what our topics are, no matter what we're dealing with in our daily parenting lives, we can always come back to our genius and fails as mothers. (laughs) Okay. What, What do you have for me today? Well... Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
1: You and our listeners might remember how much I <laughs> agonized over the fact that I was betraying Simon's trust by having two loveys. Oh, yeah. For him. And you kind of inspired me because you told me this story about um, giving... Um, Katie Bell, her second levy as a Christmas gift, mm-hmm. and which I think we talked about. Yeah, also, yeah, did. Right? Yeah, yeah. She was like, "Oh, Santa, yeah. I bring want, me I get want Santa. I was like, kitty." Like, Perfect. So you gave Doable. her a ball. Well, so I loved that idea, and I didn't want to wait around till Christmas. So just one night, <laughs> when Simon was like laying in bed, um, talking, we were talking about Rafa, and I said you know, wouldn't it be nice to... Ha- I said, you know, Rafa needs a wash. And I said, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if you had two Rafas, And then that way, if one Rafa needed to be in the wash, the other Rafa, you could yeah. have the other. And he was like, yeah, let's do that. And I was like, great. So then the next day, I'm like, give him the night to... Right. Like, process, process it. Process this. The next day, I bust out the second Rafa. And... I'm not gonna lie; it was kind of an adjustment for yeah. him to get used to. Like, I'm gonna take this Rafa away. You get the other Rafa. Right. I'm wash this one. The other one's coming back. But like, and at first he he would like resist a little bit. But then as soon as the clean Rafa was in his hands, he would realize how exactly the same it was. Oh, interesting. And that would like totally calm him down, and oh, he nice. would be totally fine with it. And so now he totally knows we have two Rafas. He's totally chill about it, and I don't, like, feel like I'm living a lie. That's great. That is great. Good job. Thanks. Good job. Uh, My genius
0: is I let friends come over last night. Oh. So, like, Stefan's out of town, and I have got one of my... Really good friends just moved out here, and I have two other good friends who have moved out here over the, you know, last year or so. Anyway, and they were like, we're coming over. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm yeah, cool with that. I'm so cool. It's just, it's we're just like my first up. full night back with kids, and like, yeah. oh, this so is sick, and sometimes it's just easier to just do what you know. Yeah. I'm going to be here. Like, and I just said, shut up. I just told myself to shut up yeah. over and over and good. over again. Good. And they came over. And it was great. And we stayed up like talking like way past when I should have been in bed. And like it just was such a break till I could be around some ladies uh, talking lady things. Love it. It was great. It was really good. Good job. I just it's like the the anti-biz move. (laughs) I felt good.
4: So my 15-month-old son has figured out and is tall enough uh, to reach the dispenser on the fridge that um, you can get water out of. We never actually use it because I haven't bothered to change the filter in, I don't know, years. But it still works, and he can stand there and push it and get himself completely drenched in water, which he (laughs) loves. So I couldn't find an on-off switch or a lock function or anything for the water and ice dispenser. So my brilliant genius idea was to just cover up the entire area. (laughs) It's hard to explain, but the entire area where it has access to the water and ice dispenser with packing tape so <laughs> you can still see them but you can't access them and uh, yeah he wasn't too pleased with the first time he went over there but he's sort of forgotten about it already so it's all good the only problem was that my husband wasn't very impressed with my solution um, but I told him if he didn't have a better one then it sort of had to stay that way for now And it's that way still, the day later, we will see if she comes up with anything this weekend, but I am sincerely doubting it.
1: Genius. Bye. I like the second genius. Yeah. The honest genius of just telling the husband, well, if
0: you come up with something better. Well, actually, there's a third hidden genius in there, Uh and that is, you can get me a new fridge.
1: Oh, yeah. Why don't we go get a new fridge that doesn't have an external ice and water dispenser? Um. Can I just say, I love that she didn't use, like, blue tape or yeah. brown tape. It's, like, it's Packing. kind of, like, taunting him. Yeah. So he's, like, he can see it, but he can't play with it. Uh, uh, I love it. I love it. I just, like, just I always like
0: the genius moments that come from the, like, this is insane. Yeah. And I'm just going to fix it. Yeah. And it's, like, matter <laughs> how it's, like, the bowl noodle around the, like, bottom yeah. of the couch. I'm, like, no yeah. one long term that's just gonna mentally yeah. depress you to see yeah, that every day but that. who gives a shit yeah. just fucking
1: stop this problem from happening that's right right now we're moving on also there may be a takeaway for you with like the bath time issue mm. you just need one of those fridges Ellis can walk up to it uh, no, I do have one of those fridges I just gotta build just some baby
0: stairs yeah. for him to climb up <laughs> or poke stick oh good job good job failures
4: fail fail Fail!
1: Fail! You suck. I'm—I really suck at cooking, as is not (laughs) as established
0: on the show. Yeah, I don't. You're not trying hard enough, Teresa. We should do a show. I actually am not
1: trying hard enough. That's actually really true. (laughs) That's great. That's the main problem. Um oh I brought a cookbook with me to work today I was like I'm gonna pick out recipes today it's Uh gonna happen yeah yeah but anyways that's not part of this oh I was like it's the fail that actually maybe that is what like finally okay anyway let me just say what my fail is like there's a cookbook in this room (laughs) (laughs) I should never have revealed that um okay So I was making, quote-unquote, cooking dinner for my kids, and I was making, like, a frozen organic pizza, you Uh know, whatever, and as I'm (laughs) going to put it in the oven, I happened to notice Jesse had been at Trader Joe's that day and bought some sweet potatoes, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'll heat up a sweet potato as well, Yeah. and that way, like, the baby can mostly have sweet potato, you know, and then, like, the pizza can be, like, a bonus, because it's a little healthier. Sure and it just made me feel like oh this is this is real like, Look, I'm I'm not, I'm not just putting a pizza in right. and I'm this is something. So, <laughs> everything's cooking and then I start to like smell this weird smell and it starts to smell like kind of yeah, a little bit and I'm like, "Oh, that must just be the sweet potato getting hot. <laughs> smells really good." <laughs> um, but then I'm kind of like oh, it's starting to smell a little burned. Is that a burn smell? I've, I I I uh, smell. And so I go to the oven. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm taking care of my kids. Sure, that pre- precedence. Yeah, and so I come over, and I look in the oven, and the sweet potato somehow, like, fell from the top of the stove down to, and we have an electric. Oh. Uh, and so it was just sitting up against the actual, like, electric Oh, my uh, God, thingy, yeah. And it was, like, sparking. Like it was about to like catch fire. Oh my god! And the pi- you know it's a pizza, so it's like turned up to four twenty five or something. Yeah, it's high. really hot in there. And so then <clears throat> I'm trying to get the sweet potato out with like a fork. Yeah, but I I'm trying not to burn my hand. Right, it's all the way back, and the oven's <laughs> really hot. And then like my the the little I can call him a toddler now because he's walking around. The 12-month-old is, like, coming over to the oven like an Uh, idiot because he doesn't understand that it's really hot. And don't worry, he didn't get burned. But it was, like, it was just one of those situations where I was, like, I need to get this out of there now. And because it's an electric, you can't just, like, turn it off. Right. You turn it off, but then it's, like, still a gajillion degrees for, like, another 45 minutes. And so, anyways, whatever. I got out, but it was, like, a whole hilarious scene of, like, me... Like, finally I'm using oven mitts and I'm, like, sticking the potato and it keeps falling (laughs) off the fork as I'm trying to drag it out. And so then it just keeps... Oscar, get, get in there and get, get that, no that potato I out know. for mama. And then, like, it comes finally get it out, and it's totally fucked um, up. You know, there's no way anybody could eat it. And then I like, drop it on the floor like two times. Uh, I mean, it was just so then they had frozen pizza. It was great.
0: Uh, yeah, they, mama had a glass yeah. of Chardonnay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Teresa. I can't even make a Don't sweet ever potato cook again. I can't make a sweet potato. Not trying, <laughs> not trying hard enough. Apparently.
0: They're not drying hard enough. It's true. Okay, go ahead. It's okay, Ellis isn't trying hard enough to walk. <laughs> uh... My fail, this is just like, this is just, I'm just going to like, you know, I like the big general sweeping fails besides Mm -hmm. weaning, Mm -hmm. Uh, the weaning failure. The, um, I sometimes think, you know, we talk, one of the reasons we like doing the show is that we hope that it's not like most of the blogs out there where everybody just looks perfect all the time, like Mm -hmm. they're doing a great job and that they have no issues Mm -hmm. with parenting. Uh, And I just thought that my fail is more of a just in case there were listeners out there who thought we were those people who did everything perfect. I just wanted to say I really wanted you guys to know that I'm going through this phase where I'm pretty much convinced that I'm doing not only everything wrong, but I'm ruining my children. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like it's Are just you like Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's probably tied in with the weaning and it's probably tied in with all this uh-huh. stuff. But like, like, I'm just like, I'm yelling at my kid, it, Katie Bell, too much. Or I'm writing her too hard about uh-huh. stupid stuff. Or I'm not writing her hard enough. Or Why isn't Ellis walking? Like, am I holding him too much? I'm carrying him too much. I'm never letting him fall down. Like, I, it's like one of those things where I'm like so convinced that this is just like I, I, that I need a full reboot. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I would share so that people could walk away knowing that we are, are, that we are doing a horrible job. Oh, I'm sorry that I am doing a horrible always, job, and no, Teresa
1: can't cut. We're always doing a horrible job, but right. you know what? Because it's a fail, yeah. and I have to give you the obligatory it is. "you suck," and I do like suck support for thinking you in this, this about myself. But that is why you suck. Yeah, you suck for thinking that about exactly. Yourself. That's and I am aware that that's
0: part of it, okay. and like, I'm aware, and that's why I'm saying it is that like the fail is. Allowing myself to get to this place, yeah. and you know, and again, like everything with parenting, there's like yeah. a million things factoring in. Yeah, Stephens traveling. I just got back from traveling. where well, I'm not sleeping? Babies are yeah. sick. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Campbell's just being five. You know, like it's it's all those things, mm-hmm. but just like it is, you know, are you know, it leads to the bigger question of are there ever moments where we any of us are ever just like. I'm doing great, which is why the genius thing is there, right. Right? so yeah. people keep calling in with your like, I-, I I could play a million. I'm just doing a great job, yeah. geniuses. I would love yeah to hear that yeah every show. So yeah. like you know, I mean, it's fun to hear good ideas, but sometimes we just need to hear, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm nailing it. Yeah. So um, so that's it. So I suck.
5: Um, this weekend, my husband and I were out running errands with our almost ten-month-old uh, baby boy. And, um, we had stopped after our first errand, um, to get some lunch and at the restaurant, I noticed that my son diaper was a little bit, uh, puffy. So I was like, Oh, he's wet. I'll go change him. So I take him into the bathroom, get him on the changing table. And I realize I don't have any diapers in the diaper bag. So I come back out to the table and, um, We talked about it. It was just wet at that point, I think. Um, And we were like, screw it. We have one more errand to run. We're going to go to Home Depot really quick, and then we'll go home. So I have him in Home Depot walking around um, behind my husband. He's getting the stuff that we need. And... Um, I feel something really, I'm like, it's really warm on the, on my side. And I like, oh God, no, he's peeing. The diaper has gotten so saturated that it won't hold anymore. So now that he's peeing, it's coming out everywhere. It's coming out his shorts, it's coming out of his shirt, it's on my shirt. Um, thankfully, it doesn't drip onto the floor because that would be even worse. But anyway, it's everywhere. And I'm now a trashy mom in the Home Depot <laughs> with this. He pants kid so embarrassing so anyway we finish up for errands we get home it's like over an hour at this point like an hour and a half two hours and i change his diaper and it's not only wet he also has poop so i'm now that mom who has let her kid sit in his shit and piss for who knows how long yay bye
4: (laughs) Oh, that's just, amazing. It's amazing. That and you just, just suck. Yeah, you like,
0: <laughs> suck. That's amazing. I love that it's like, so and good. we finished our shopping. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because there's like. So good. It's so and good. And then the
1: surprise poop. Yeah, oh, the, the poop. Anyways.
0: The poop. I'm suck. sure there were several hours of trying to convince yourself while there you were out no that there was no poop Yeah. But yeah, the, the wrong Deep mom. Down, you knew. You knew. You knew.
1: <laughs> you are the greatest. I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love you.
0: So, no guests this week uh, because we felt uh, the topic of weaning needed a little extra time. So, we're just going to jump right into our rant. Uh, of the day. Well, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll call mom. And we'll let our call be this yeah, woman having a breakdown.
2: Hi, girls. This is a rant. Excuse me if I lose my cool and start coasting in the middle of it. <laughs> um, my in-laws decided it was okay to have us over for Sunday dinner with um, me, my husband, and our one-year-old son knowing that my mother-in-law was sick in bed with bronchitis and 103-degree fever. They didn't think to tell us this until we actually arrived and my son ran into her bedroom and started touching her pharma and her medicine, and only then did they tell us, oh, yes, I'm sick with a fever. So at that point, it would have been considered rude for us to just evacuate and leave and head for the hills and curse them later. So we had to stay for dinner. Um, and meanwhile, the entire time I'm running and washing my kids' hands every <laughs> second. But it did no good because two days later, my son comes out with a 102 Gosh. degree fever and is miserable and horrible and won't sleep and won't eat and is a just a disaster. I feel so bad for him. And then these effing, inconsiderate assholes (laughs) decide that the next weekend they're going to be like, oh, yes, we're still sick, but we really miss our grandson. And so we're coming over. And I'm like, what the hell? What kind of moron are you that you would come over sick and see my infant child? I hate you. So that's some up. family dynamics
0: that need to be worked out. Um, no, that's really no, it is, it, it is, and yeah, you know, we don't actually try and do like we, we, I think we stay away from a lot of in law stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but like this is a good lesson for in laws or anyone, anyone. Yeah. and that is. Good rule of thumb: If you're sick, cancel the plans. No matter yeah. how much you want to see that person, yeah. and Let's no matter cancel. how much you want to, see, maybe you're the person who is just like, "No, we'll come while yeah. you're sick." Wait, yeah. like, sometimes, once ki- I, I personally feel, kids or no kids, you got to let the guilt go. If plans just, you know, for whatever reason, something doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, never take it as like a personal slight. Just no. be like, so it's just not working out. Yeah, you know, sometimes reschedule. Reschedule. Yeah, sometimes you just want to not. Go do something. Yeah. So, like, but that does, but there are people who get really like whacked out about it. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, I, I, all I can say is no, you just, you're just gonna have to flat out say no. Yeah. I mean, these people clearly are gonna be in your life forever and Mm -hmm. are going to have a dynamic. Yeah. Involvement yeah. in your family, so the one thing you got to control is the sick yeah. one.
1: We'll see you when everyone's well. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you when everyone's. That's well. right. Get. I it. can't afford to have my kid get sick. again. that's right. There are a million ways to Skype or iPad or whatever. Yeah, FaceTime. Totally. Do yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. You're doing, your job. You a, are doing a good job. It's a horrible position to be in. Yep. Um, across the board. Yeah. Uh, hang in there. Uh, you are doing great. So. I think the big takeaway is that weaning is incredibly easy, mm-hmm. and that anybody who's having a hard time with it is not trying hard enough. And I think the big takeaway is that we don't remind people enough that they're not trying hard enough ever mm-hmm. in anything <laughs> um i guess i guess the I guess the big takeaway really is we have to break the cycle of feeling judged yeah. Or, I mean, like, you know, and it's, it is, it's trying to have the first words out of your mouth when somebody's talking to you, be compassionate. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I you don't have to say that's not how we did it. No. <laughs> you would just say, that sounds like really hard.
1: Or you're yeah. doing, or you're just really doing a good yeah. job, whatever happens. Yeah. I think it's just really hard. It's yeah. It's a nice thing to hear yeah. sometimes. That's right. I think it really is just hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so, everybody, you are doing a good job, and whatever decisions you're making as a parent, um, you know, as long as they're motivated by love for your child and your family, then you're, you're doing
1: okay. Yeah. You are doing okay. And it's going to work out.
0: Yeah, it's going to work out, and I, I, and I want to bring back Teresa's point of sometimes the best we can do is live with what's happening at this minute mm-hmm. and not how that may affect down the road. Yep. So, uh everybody, you are doing a great job. Teresa, you are doing a good job.
1: Biz, you're fucking nailing it. You are doing such a good job. You Thank really you. are. I'll take it. Um if it's okay, I'd <laughs> love to remind everyone to check out our Facebook page. Mm, yes. We did a challenge last week about being in ruts. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. It was. There's still people posting on there. If you want to join the conversation about a rut you've been in, Mm -hmm. Um, we are posting stuff up there all the time, and we are also on Twitter. And you can also check out the Max Fun forum, which is maximumfun.org and just click on forum. We have a thread for every new episode where people are discussing the thread. We like to discuss the thread, we'd like to discuss the episodes on Facebook, mm-hmm. but every once in a while people are like, hey, my mother-in-law saw what I wrote about your episode <laughs> on Facebook, and then she was sending me these weird messages right. about it. What's a bad mother? Right, right. So if you are for any reason just want a little more privacy, <laughs> you can always post over over at the Max Fun Forum. Yes. Um, if you want to host a Max MaxFun meetup, you can email me, Teresa at MaximumFun.org. Yes. So you're all killing it. Yeah.
0: Continue to kill it. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to load down
5: Mama blues, I gotta slow down Mama Blue, Gotta slow down Mama Blue, slow down Mama Blue, Gotta slow
2: down Mama Blue, gotta slow down Mama Blues, know that right.
0: We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you are listening. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org.
1: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate.
0: Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206- 3509485 Full on rage induced rants are also welcome.
5: Well daddy baby by, got down room. Oh, daddy, okay.
3: Maximumfun.org
5: Comedy and culture. Artist owned,
3: listener supported.